welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit more about the abortion issue and the overturning of Roe versus Wade and another aspect of this that we did not talk about on the last video. So, for summary, of course, if the Supreme Court does indeed rule that Roe versus Wade is not constitutional and they override this, this does not ban abortion. It kicks abortion back to the states. So if you are a Californian who thinks that infanticide should happen, and that is exactly what Californians are voting on right now to be able to kill a baby after it has been born up to 21 days outside the womb, that does not change because the decision just says the federal government cannot make any ruling. But a state like Alabama that gets together and says, hey, within after that first trimester or after a first short period of time, maybe after a heartbeat, unless the mother's life is actually in danger, no, we can't um, abort the baby. You know, you have made this bed, now you need to lay in it. And uh, because their approach says, Life is important. Now, the fact is, is that with this overturning of, uh, of the Roe versus Wade, this does not make it perfectly legal everywhere. Californians and New Yorkers and all these states that want to engage in wholesale slaughter of babies and remove responsibility from people, they can still do it. All that it does is that if a state comes down and says, no, we just don't want that done in our state, then the people in that state get to vote on that, and that's what happens there. So this is not an outright banning. This is just kicking back to the states. Now, here's why this is important, and this is something that we, we did not talk before. God judges nations. If you look in Genesis, I think it's Genesis 12, when God is reaffirming the covenant with Abraham, and he places Abraham in a sleep, and he gives them some prophecy saying that your children, you know, you're going to have so many children, but they're going to be enslaved for 400 years. And he says, you're going to pull them, you know, I'm going to pull them out of the land that enslaves them. Of course, this is the, um, the Egyptian captivity. And what it says at the end of that verse is, for the cup of iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. So what does that mean? Well, that means that the cup of the Amorites is not yet full. That means that the, uh, the people have not yet reached the pinnacle of sin that they're going to reach, and God is about to judge their nations. Now, in the United States, the reason this is important is in the United States, we have a federal overarching principle, but each state decides its own rules and its laws. And so if a state, if, if an individual state like Alabama comes down and says, no, we're not going to allow people to kill their babies, then that state finds itself under more blessings of God. And by the way, this is not just a New Testament or just an Old Testament principle. Okay, God does judge nations. He judges nations today. Look at all of the various nations that have fallen under decadence after the time of Christ. Look at the Roman Empire. There's been several empires coming and going. Uh, the collapse of, of the Soviet Union um, you know, to produce Russia. Um, that happened because God was excluded from a lot of the principles of, of goings-on. And the, the places where... They have completely turned away from God or godliness or anything like it. They tend to collapse. 
And here in America, if we federalize the legality of abortion, we are going to get to the point where God will judge the whole nation. But if we kick this stuff back to the states, the individual states will be culpable for their own. And we're starting to see some of this. If you look at the states that are the worst off in our country, they also tend to be the states that allow you to kill babies. You look at the states that are doing best, they tend to have laws against abortion. All this overturning of Roe versus Wade does is it kicks the decisions back to the state and does not have a federal ban on it. And this is a good thing because God does indeed judge nations. As he judges people, he judges nations. And if you think that he's not, I got news for you. You got to bust on into your Bible, read through Revelation and see what's going to happen at the end times. There's going to be a battle with the nations. Now, of course, we are in a little bit different times in that there is indeed a rapture. There is indeed a separation and people in general, you know, it's in specifics, I should say, are separated out for God. People who are godly in a godless nation are still going to receive their blessings in heaven. But the point is, is that God is going to work against those nations. And so by nature that the, the godly people are living in the godless nations are going to experience the consequences of this. Okay, this is what we saw in some of the Old Testament prophecies. You know, look at the nations that were turning away from God and God sent sent uh, battles and uh, people to destroy their individual nations. They did this all the time. This is carried on still into the New Testament. We don't see it as much, but some of the greatest things, look at, for example, Pompeii. If you have a look at Pompeii and uh, the eruption of the volcano out there uh, covered the city, and it actually did two cities. One of them was Pompeii, which was completely covered and still being excavated to this day. The other one was, uh, I think it's called Herculeum, I think, uh, is another nearby city. That was also destroyed, but that was more readily available then. What's fascinating about this, now this of course happened 30 years after Christ, so this is in Christian Rome, basically. Um, I'm not sure if it was completely Christian yet, come to think of it. Um, that didn't happen until like 380. Uh, but we do have a lot of Christian influence going through. This is after the time of Christ, so we are in the New Testament era, as it were. And God destroys this city. Now, if you look at the excavation at the city, you get a chance to see what that state was like. It was godless. They had phallic models and statues all over. They had basically pornographic walls inside of bathhouses uh, where people would engage in orgies. It is not a G-rated place. It's not a PG-rated place. It's not an R-rated place. It was an NC-17 rated place. And God destroyed it. And that is one of the principles that we see, one of these understandings, that God is going to judge and destroy the nations who go against his rules, against his laws. Now, in the New Testament era, it's not quite as clear-cut, but it is still there. And this is why it's so important, because the United States was built where each individual state is autonomous over itself. We do not have this large federal overruling that we have to worry about. Because if we did, and the federal government starts doing the things that our federal government is doing right now, it is going to bring wrath on the entirety of the country. But as it is, when we kick all these decisions back to the states, the individual states 
that choose to follow God and they can still have an element of godliness within their uh, legislative branches, these ones will be more blessed than those states that do not, because that is the nature. As it says, uh, Paul writes in Galatians, God is not mocked. As a man sows, so shall he reap. The man who sows to, to the flesh will flee, reap from his flesh corruption. The one who sows to the spirit will reap spirit and truth. Um, that is the general principle. Now, of course, this is New Testament. He's applying this specifically to people, but the nations are a conglomerate of the people. Okay, it's like the churches. When a church gets enough bad people in it, the church itself becomes bad. The church in and of itself should be a good thing. It should be a positive thing. But when enough people turn away from God, that is problematic. So we have to think about these principles. Kicking as many laws back to the states to decide carries on the country itself because it's better for us, as, as uh, Jesus says in another place, I believe it's in Matthew, it's better that you cut off your hand and make it into heaven. Uh, better that you pluck off your eye and make it into, the, into heaven uh, than to allow the one piece of corruption destroy the whole thing. I, I greatly, greatly paraphrase that. We'll go ahead and put that in the comments down there as well, or in the, the video description. You can see the verses I'm talking about. But these are kind of those principles. We have to make sure that as we are carrying out our life in Christ, we have to make sure that we are not only doing the best for ourselves, but we are also influencing the the legislatives, the laws, the nations that or the, the cities I've been in that place more credence in God always tend to do better than the nations or the, the cities that don't. And that is, that is why it's important that we overturn Roe versus Wade, kick it back to the states. And if you're so offended that your state does not allow uh, abortions, then move out of the state, go somewhere else. But for those of us that do not want to be under God's judgment when, we, uh, when the, the whole, whole country or the whole place is allowing the wholesale slaughter of infants. Yeah, we don't want to be part of that, and so we'll move to those individual states. And, hey, we'll just see who's left standing in the end. With that, we'll leave this one here. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.